Women Taking the Lead, Episode 27. It's your smile is your logo, your personality is your business card, how you leave others feeling after an experience with you becomes your trademark. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Dr. Jody Labossier, who simply and honestly teaches women to show up in their greatness. Best-selling author, host on TV and radio, doctor of Asian metaphysical sciences, Reiki master, print and runway model, esthetician, and beauty expert. Jody arrived in America and was awarded the EB-1 visa, a person of extraordinary ability. She remains recognized by the USA governing body as being in the top 1% of her field. Jody currently works with both corporate and private clients, focusing on health and wellness. By mentoring, coaching, and giving real practical advice, Jody advances women towards their career and personal goals. She passionately shows us all how getting healthy can make you wealthy. Now, Jody, that's that's just a teaser for everyone. So tell us more about you and your own humble beginnings. Oh, my goodness. You know, I always say it's like, where do I begin? Um, well, as you know, I immigrated to the United States and I've been here now about 11 years. But at the point, the time when I decided to move to California from Winterpeg, Canada, it was <laughs> literally January. It was the coldest spot on earth for a week straight. And I just couldn't take another another winter and it literally was a time for me because it was my second divorce. Um, I was emotionally, financially, and morally bankrupt. And I was just like, I need to make a change. And so I headed to California with my car, two suitcases, and two cats. And I literally, that was it. So fast forward almost 11 years later, and we're well past that now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yes, I think this past winter is going to inspire many people in the Northeast regions to head to warmer clients, climates, and I've already been hearing people talk about it. I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> so, Jody, you've had success in your life and you've definitely gained some confidence, but take us back to a time when you were playing small and you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the story and the lessons you learned. Um, well, I know when people say play small, it's, you know, there's some things when I was working in corporate, because when I moved down to California, I worked for other companies and I, I was a really good worker and I made a lot of people, a lot of money. And then I had that moment where I'm like, why am I making these people money when, and I'm getting just a tiny little piece of it. And it, that was kind of the day when I went, you know what? And I literally quit my job. It was June 1st. I'm like, I'm out. Like, I'm gone, don't need your paycheck, I am just leaving. And I decided I am doing my own thing because if I'm going to build something up again and help someone create something, it was going to be me creating something for myself. And forget about 10% of something. It's like I wanted 100% of it. That was a big leap. What led up to it? Or what was what, what what was going through your mind where you were just like, I'm out? Because a lot of people, they think that, but then their next thought is, but I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm going to do next. 
Yeah. No, I didn't have a plan. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do next, but I, I had worked very hard in corporate and I, and I saved my money. I, I'm a firm believer in debt is a cancer. So I never, even to this day, I don't spend beyond my means. Um, I don't do debt. I don't do payments. Uh, and so I was able, because I did that, it's like, okay, I have the opportunity. It's like, I can use a little bit of savings here, take some time and kind of figure things out of what I really want to do. And it was just one of those things where, you know, when you work really hard for other people and I don't know why women, we need to feel appreciated, but (laughs) I was like, you don't appreciate me. So I'm going to go work somewhere where I know I appreciate me. I don't think women are alone in that to be, to be completely honest. I think we all need to feel appreciated and, you know, when we're not getting that feedback that the hard work we put in, um, is recognized and valued, we, I think we slowly start to become disenchanted with the, the work that we're doing and some sort of change needs to be made because it's too difficult to live in that type of environment. Now, Jody, share with us. Oh, go ahead. Share that thought. Oh no, I just said it's, it's really, it is hard to be in that environment. And I think, and a lot of women get stuck in that environment because we're all scared of change change nobody likes change and a lot of times they say the only time people really change is when the pain's too great not to I can definitely relate to that that was part of uh, <laughs> part of my own journey if he it, uh, I'll say this the universe definitely conspired to make it so I had to change because I had hesitated for far too long but it was the perfect time to do it yes okay Okay, Jody. now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps you took that led to your success. Um, which wake-up call? I've had several. <laughs> it could be a cycle <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, but probably the biggest wake-up call was when I was still in Canada where, you know, I, like I said, I was getting a divorce. I was, had my, I, I was just kind of the same. I'm like, my gosh, this is a pattern. And if I stay here, if I don't do something now, I'm going to probably, you know, dare I say, get married again and do this. And it was just going to be again. And I'm like, I need to cut the cycle and make a change and it has to be drastic. So that's when I decided I'm going to move to California. Why not? And what's changed since you moved to California? Because you said you didn't want to stay where you were because you were afraid you'd just go right back into the same cycle and it would just pick up where it left off. And what were some of the changes you made after you changed your environment? Um, Well, things got very real, very fast down here or in California. Um, And it was harder than I thought, but it was also, it did completely break the cycle. And, and I was absolutely, I can do anything because I was starting moving from one country to another. Like, let's just say this, for example, like credit rating, it's, it's not good. It's not bad. You just don't have one because you did not exist before they gave you your social security number when I walked into the country. So I was literally starting an entire new chapter and to me, I thought this is an opportunity. So I get a do-over. I just press the do-over button and now 
I get to do whatever I want. I don't have to do what I was doing. So if I'm going to make a change, now's the time to do it. Oh, I love that. It reminded me of the movie Under the Tuscan Sun, oh. where <laughs> <laughs> Diane Lane, her character just was like, I'm out. Yep. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm out. Completely changed her environment. And if anyone's seen the movie, like it got real. Oh, yeah. Really fast. (laughs) I literally, there were days because I went from a a huge home in in Canada to I was living in a little studio apartment. I had a futon, two cats, and I would be curled up on it almost every night in the fetal position for the first six months. (laughs) But, you know, I'm like, "Ah." and every day, though, it got a little bit better every day. And I just had to do stuff every day. And it's not it's not making giant leaps and bounds. It's making the small steps towards something because. You know, when you're walking towards something or running away from something, you have to, you know, move yes. in a direction. Yeah. It's almost at that point, any any action is good action. Exactly. Awesome. And Jody, what I want everyone to get is there's no one way to lead. We're all different and we're all going to lead differently. So how would you describe your leadership style? Um, I think I've always... Everywhere I've been, I think I always have led by example because I truly, I, as for a leadership style for me, I, I've been in, in situations where people have yelled or they've scared or they've done the, you know, it's like a scare tactic or they talk down to you. And I really don't like that. And I really think that if I'm showing someone, it's like, look at this is how you do it and I'm doing it. So if I can do it, you can do it. And that's usually what I say to people. It's like, seriously, if I can do it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> yes. And I found, I don't know if you know, if you find this to be true as well as a coach, it's oftentimes not the system you're selling or, you know, the, the, the product or the program. It's really who you're being mm-hmm. that people buy into more than, you know, any service or product that you offer. If you are, if they want to be calm and confident and every time you interact with them, you are calm and confident. They are a believer in what you're offering. So the, um, the example of leading by example makes complete sense to me and in my world. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely think that that is just one of the best ways to go. And Leading by example, because I think a lot of people also, you need to show them. I, I don't expect people to know. I mean, there's so many things that people don't know, and unless they're actually shown or taught, you can't expect them to know it. It's just, there's so much information and so much out there now, that, and everyone's bombarded with stuff every day. It's like, what do I take in and what don't I take in? Yes, yes. And everyone learns differently, but one of the most powerful ways to transmit information is to show people exactly how to do it. That's and that's how I learn best. So probably I will coach people better who learn the way I do. And and I honestly believe it's like the universe; they show up. And yeah, <laughs> the people that I can't co- they they don't show up for me. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> which which is a good deal. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. Jody. what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? I am actually working on um, with Empowerment Partnership. So we are working on a coaching program and working together. And it, it is going through August. Like we, It's going to take a few more months. We're doing some beta tests and some pre-study stuff. But by September, we're going to be launching it. And 
that is going to be amazing. I am so excited about it. I can't wait. Can you give us any information into like what arena it dives into, what you're working on? It sounds great, but now I'm like, now you've got me curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, the arenas is because there are basically there's a few areas where people want to coaching in, right? How to make more money. Um, mm-hmm. After that, it's usually health and fitness or health and wellness. Then it's like relationships and it's all then it's like personal growth. Those seem to be the four. So we're splitting it up into the four areas and we're actually um, specializing in each area. Not that someone who's doing health and fitness can't help with the how to make more money because maybe someone needs to get healthier or fit before they can actually make more money. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. so, but there's going to be very specific steps to each and to just to make it so much more clear for people to figure out which direction they need to go in. Yes. And they interact very well with each other because what you were just saying right there makes, I see it all the time um, in my business when I'm coaching that if somebody is struggling in their business, some of the things that are getting in their way are their health health and wellness or their lack of health and wellness. It's more their, um, their rituals or their habits that are getting in the way. And when you don't feel good, if your health is not if you are not well, I should say, it's going to be really hard to be really effective in your business, as well as if, you know, important relationships in your life, if they're falling apart, it's hard to focus when you're at work. And it's hard to stay on track with your health. So I love that you've hit those four pillars, I guess, um, for lack of a better term, um, so that everyone can get what they need from their your program. Yeah. And I truly, uh, for me, health and wellness is first, because I actually have celiac disease. And you know, it's chronic, it's manageable, but there are times where I just don't feel well, you know, and I have to take care of like every day I have to be on it. I cannot take a day. It's not, there's no day off for me from it. Otherwise I get sick and and I don't feel well. So for other people, it's, you know what I say, it's, it can be difficult, but it can be done and, Mm -hmm. and anyone can do it. Absolutely. They may not have the triggers like you do that keep you on the straight and narrow, but they're there. There are sensitivities, <laughs> you know, there, there are definitely signs that we can uh, pay attention to, to let us know where are we in our health and wellness. So that's great. Now, Jody, I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us what is one practice that makes you a better leader? One practice. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Well, Okay, well, one thing that I do, because I do have the doctorate in Asian metaphysical sciences, so I do incorporate a lot of energy work when I'm dealing with clients, and I think it really does help because when you're balanced and when you learn to meditate and you can, you know, meditate and become less stressed and and just find that calm or that centering, it makes a huge difference in everything else. So, and I've really noticed a difference in a lot of my clients and they'll even say it even after a couple of weeks, they're like, I just feel different. And I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yes. I knew this was coming. (laughs) Thank thank you for playing. (laughs) I love that. What is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? Okay. Well, actually one of the book I'm reading, I just finished reading. It's called E2. So, and then it's by Pam Grout. And it's a New York seller's best, it's a New York Times bestselling book. It is so much fun 
because what I like about it is it talks about our subconscious and how things that we've grown up with or things that we've heard, like when you were a baby, someone said something to you and that is in your subconscious. So now that we're moved on in our lives, it's like, why can't I do this? It's it's not because you don't want to, it's because your subconscious is telling you something. And what I tell a lot of clients is when you're trying to move towards something and do something new, it's like training. It's it's like running a marathon or it's like doing something. You will go back to your old ways and that's your subconscious kicking in. So you need to keep training the brain to do it the way you want to do it now. And and she goes, and it's just so much fun. And she um, does it in ways of little experiments you can do. It's a really quick read and they'll love it. And how is E2 spelled? Is it literally like the letter E and the number two? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And what is your favorite healthy food? I know this is going to sound stupid, but I have always loved spinach. That's not stupid. I've al- Tell me more. I know, right? <laughs> like even, even growing up when they used to, and I know it's cans aren't as good, but even back then my mom would have cans of spinach. And instead of getting cookies and stuff out of the cupboard, I would go in and get like a can of, and heat it up and I'd have, I want spinach. That was my snack. And she was just like, you're weird. So, <laughs> but yeah. Well, if it. It makes you feel any better. I have kind of a weird thing too. And my mom who had eight children, you know, always says your body knows what it needs. You know, if you pay attention to your body, it will tell you what it needs. And and at the time she was talking about cravings when she was pregnant and stuff, but she said it was true even if you weren't pregnant. And I remember when my mom used to peel potatoes. I used to like eating the skins off the potato. Almost like, like for most people, they have this memory, but it's when their mom is peeling apples but I would eat the skins off of the potatoes too. And it wasn't until like years and years later that it came out that like, oh, the vitamins and nutrients in the skins of potatoes are just so good for you. But, you know, I, I, when I heard that, I thought back and thought, your body knows what it needs. And how do you like to eat spinach today? Any way I can get it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, ha- I have it at my green smoothie every morning. I always have like, I, I freeze my spinach, like the little baby stuff, and I put it in my smoothie so it makes it nice and cold. And that's usually, and the, but spinach salad, I love sauteed, I just love spinach. Mm, Yeah, it's one of my go-to foods too. And I think I cut you off there. I think you were going to say something. Oh, I was just going to say, if you're potato skins, we used to eat the peels, but then my mom used to peel the potatoes and put them on a cookie tray and bake them in the oven with a little bit of salt and pepper, like the real potato skins. Yes. I'm so good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I might do that for dinner tonight. (laughs) Thank you. And Jody, knowing what you know now, if given a chance to go back and do anything differently, what would you change? The, you know, the only thing I would change is, um, how I went after my education. Cause you know, when we're young, you just think, Oh, college, this and that, and, uh, plenty of time I would plow through and I would have finished my college immediately. I would have done everything immediately. And I wouldn't have waited to go back and do things because I did it and it was okay, but it was a lot harder doing it, you know, at the back end than it would have been at the front end. Mm -hmm. And a little bit uh, at a time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) Awesome. Now share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Well, I have two. Okay. One that I really like, and this is a quote by his name's Jay Danzi. And I love this because for women in business, it's your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. How you leave others feeling after an experience with you becomes your trademark. 
And I love that quote because I really think when you're dealing with people in business or anything in general, um, it doesn't matter what you have, what you do, what whatever. It really is the experience that people have with you that they're going to remember. It's not how big a car you drive, how big your business is, how big it, it does that. None of that matters. I love this one. I'm probably going to print this out and hang it in my office somewhere because it, it's so true. And one of my favorite quotes is um, the Maya Angelou quote. I'm sure you've heard it where she says, people might not remember what you said or what you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Love that. It's true. <laughs> so t- it leaves the lasting impression, like the memories from infancy. <laughs> They're still in there, even if you don't have the memory anymore. Or if you th- you don't remember the, re- the memory. <laughs> exactly. All right. And Jody, lastly, what is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? Um, well, you can go to my website, jodylabossier.com. And also on Facebook, I have uh, Jody Labossier and then msc.d. Or you can just do Jody Labossier as well, my kind of my personal friends and family. But if you really want to get to know about, you know, my little Pomeranians, the Pufferinos and all that stuff, you can do that too. Love that. And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. And Jody, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.